Hey everybody, Adam Stott here. Thanks for checking out my podcast, Business Grow Secrets. You're absolutely in the right place. This podcast is going to reveal to you all of the secrets that you've been looking to discover that are going to allow you to cure your cash flow problems, attain more clients, bring in more leads for your business, and create systems and processes that give you the growth that you want. You are going to discover the business growth secrets you have been looking for that I've used to sell over £50 million worth of products and services on social media and help clients everywhere to grow their businesses on the mark. So let's get started on the Business Growth Secrets podcast. Okay, so we've got quite a few people making comments and saying things. We're going to ask a couple of those for sure. I think the first one's a really simple one. How long now is it taking you to get to where you, you are, Rory? That was Christian asked that one, I think. How long has it taken to get where I am? How, how the business? How long has the business been running for? Since um, 2016. So. 2016. So four years. Awesome, awesome stuff. Okay, so we've got one. I think this has actually come in from my marketing manager who's asking a question. Nice. Rory, it can be difficult to stay motivated to build a new business when you're earning good money and you come up against setbacks. How did you stay motivated and do you have any tips for time management? Let's go with the first. How do you stay motivated? What are your tips for staying motivated apart from don't drink? <laughs> Chris, um, I was so deeply connected to this. It felt like a mission. And it was really hard not to be motivated for that. I was like, I'll do anything and sacrifice anything. And and at one time, I actually I actually prioritized and any time my own detriment and it took me to realize well what are my priorities here of course family is number one why am i letting the wheels to come off with that but in terms of motivation and motivation there's some really interesting and difference in research and science out there and motivation um but sometimes we are not motivated and if you look at like the fog behavior change model if you're trying to do something new you either have your ability on one scale and motivation on the other if you can't make the thing easier to do that you're trying to do then how then how can you either increase or lower your motivation right so some days you might have really low motivation for something right but if it's a difficult thing to do you're not going to do it so how can you make it easier so if the answer is i'm not motivated on a day what's the smallest step i can make well is it just write down some words towards my business is it like just reflect on my vision statement to re- remind me like even if i do that of one day and i say the only thing i'm going to do today is reflect on my vision i'm going to read it for for 5 minutes and just double check that's the right thing and then i'm going to close the book and do something completely different you still won the day um so i think it's if you look at it the way he models it shrink it down make it easier in terms of a if you can't um, make your motivation or increase your motivation for it, that would be no, great, great advice. So still taking action, just smaller action. Nothing wrong with that, absolutely. Exactly. So we've got uh, that's really important to know what your motivations are behind the business. It's easy to lose that. You do something they just join. They get questioned. They get your motivations behind the question get, get get questioned. I mean, how many people have come to me? You're profiteering from people's pain. Just look at our Facebook ads. That's what people say, and I'm like. You don't know who I am, do you? <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. I've sacrificed pretty much all of this lovely lifestyle and life for just to make profit from people's pain. It's absolutely nothing like that. Like, we, we deliver. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're just always going to get this stuff. So, so it's really interesting. 
people are going to question your motivations. And that's why it's really key for you to stay absolutely true and keep communicating what's right for you. Yeah, I love what you said about the fact that you would have done whatever it took for the business. And, and that was your mindset. You're so deeply connected to it. And I think if uh, for everyone listening, if you can come, become more deeply connected to what it is you're trying to accomplish, then you're not going to stop. You're going to keep pushing on. You're going to keep going. And I think that's really, really important. Um, so I've uh, got no, uh, another one in there. What is the stigma or how do you use customer feedback and testimonials in your marketing? I think it's actually a really yes. great question. It's a great question. What you do is, um, you know, what you actually do is, is, is deeply around people completing the challenge. Now, how do you use that? 100%. So um, once you've built a community, it, they are just the source of so much. So as an example, I posted maybe a week ago and I said, I'm writing a blog about um, reasons why you should take a break from booze in 2021. Could you help me with some reasons? Now, that com that, that, that post has over 500 comments. Um, I asked one of our, our, our admin team to go through it, strip them out, and remove the duplicates. And there's about 200 uniques there, right? From lowered blood pressure to, you know, remembering what I did the night before. Just so many. Like, and you were like, if people really understood all of this as the benefits of taking a break, it would just be like everyone would be doing it, right? So the community is incredibly powerful for getting content, for getting understanding of your product. Like I'm going to ask another question, like why did it take you so long to sign up to One Year No Beer? And see and find out you know, what, what's holding you back. What was the fears? What's the questions? But in terms of using testimonials, so again, we have um, lots of people. You've had three, you know, three things you've just said there. They're ballsy moves. And this is the thing. A lot of people don't make ballsy yeah. moves. Asking your database, your clients, your people that have accepted your challenge for investment is ballsy. We didn't pick up on that. And a lot of people would find a reason not to ask them. How many people have been a bit shy with their clients? You know, if you have, if you're guilty of that, you can make, put, put maybe a me in the comments. You know, 100%, a lot of people could go out there and build relationships, could get people involved with what they do, but they don't ask the question. So that was ballsy. And then actually asking them, why did it take so long to get involved? You know, that, that was ballsy as well. But you, you're getting the answers. You know, I love that. It's great, great marketing and great feedback from your existing clients. So I didn't want to cut yeah. into you, but I want people to understand because usually when somebody tells a story, if you can't actually dissect where it is that you went right, then it's just a story. But if you can actually turn the story into a lesson, I think it makes it even more powerful, you know? So awesome so, stuff there. Yeah, you know. Um, tell us a bit more about that. So you, you asked these questions. So the, yeah, well, I think um, so. we recognized early on that, you know, people want to hear from real people and, and stuff like that. So, you know, when you post into the community and say, hey, who's interested in doing a video testimonial, you'll always get a few of people who say, yeah, yeah, I'm interested. So we're just going to try this new software now called Shoutout, which I used for Great British Entrepreneur Awards. Yeah. So it just looks like it's super cheap way to get raw video. And I've heard from a number of people now that are saying that iPhone shot video is outperforming highly produced video content on Facebook advertising. So great news. And and so the testimonials, you know, we might put up a testimonial and then we have to be very protective because, you know, there's a lot of arseholes out there. There's a lot of trolls and, yeah. you know, somebody's coming and bearing their soul to inspire a few handfuls of people and then you get trolls. So that took quite a lot of resource for us to be monitoring and, you know, removing the trolls off the Facebook ads, but we had to do that as a duty of care. And so, but then even some testimonials, you know, I've had enough of that being up now. I want it to move. But 
I think testament to the people is what you have to remember is that most people with alcohol are so in the matrix, right? They really believe that alcohol, and that's fair enough. We've all been conditioned our whole life to believe this, right? That alcohol is the source of fun, happiness, success, relaxation is how I deal with the kids. Money, mummy, wine time, you know, beers with the boys, all of that stuff, right? All the messages, so, yes. Marketing yeah. messages, you know, marketing messages. You can understand it, but they're marketing, marketing. Social messages. conditioning, peer pressure, it's yeah. been so ingrained. So that's hardwired into our brain. It's all on autopilot in here. So when we pluck somebody out of that and you know follow our process, which is to actually change their relationship, not just abstain from something they love. So what happens is, is people say, oh, I'm going to not drink for a month, right? Oh my God. Oh, oh, this is boring. Crap, I hate water. So dull. Ugh, I'm boring. You know, I can't wait to the 1st of February so I can get absolutely trashed again with my mates. And all that does is reaffirm this limiting belief that alcohol was pertinent to a happy, friendly, great life and that not drinking shit. So that's not the process we want to take people through. We want them to change their relationship with alcohol so that they actually love being alcohol free. Like, oh my God, I love waking up feeling refreshed. I, I love this extra time and energy. I love being calmer with my kids. I like being more productive. I like this new me. And so what we do is we pluck them out of that relationship and then they see the relationship for what it was. I compare it now when I'm speaking to being like in a whatever abusive relationship. It is like being in a toxic relationship. And just like a toxic relationship, you can't see the damage, the impact it's having on your life. You, you're sweeping under the carpet, the hangovers and the regret and the question mark and the sluggishness and the tiredness and the snappiness and the anger. That's what you're doing. But then when you pluck yourself out of it, you're like, oh my God, I don't want to feel like that again. Or I don't want to feel like that very much at all. So yeah. when our members go through that process, you know, it's not about evangelical. It's just that they have gone, oh my God, I can't believe I ever thought like that. And how do I help other people realize? If sharing my story will help some other people realize the damage and the, and the, and the awful self-destruct, self-hatred, anxiety, crap that we feel when we're regularly drinking, if my story can help some people get out of that, then I'd love to share it. So 74% of our members uh, after their challenge volunteer to, to either give a testimonial or write a blog or, or oh. give back. And, you know, that's just a huge army of people who want to wave the flag and help others. So there's one other bit in there is, and I think what we realized about our secret source, secret source is that in our, in our communities, it wasn't just about us regurgitating information. It was about us empowering the people to come through for them to provide it, right? Yeah. So this was a key difference. And what we saw is that if for their 20 days in to be supporting the person on day one, it not only solidifies their behavior change, it makes them a champion of the movement. And now they're brought in into other people. And people stay years. They stay years Supporting new people who are coming through on day one, going through because they're like, if I can just help you, if I can help you get through this, then I can probably change your life. And I think that's, that's I think quite unique and powerful. Rory is, you know, I've been all over the world, and certainly if you look at the UK, speaking and, and building, um, building our business where we have got a community, and that community supports each other, it does business with each other. They all work together, and they all help each other. And when it comes down to it, and you and again, you say, why did you join? Why did you become a part of whether it was Gold Surf or Coaching Based Business or Business Academy or all these different programs we've got? 
the reason being is, well, actually, I saw that other person. If they can do it, I can do it. And, you know, if they can, I can. So there is something that's inspiring about the community that's fresh that can't be got anywhere else. There's a little bit of content that might be able to go and find something like that, but that's not the difference. The difference is when you're surrounded by other people that are going to lift you up, it's a game changer. So mm. building community has been absolutely vital. Um, so, look, uh, I've got a couple of comments here. Nikki is just yes. asked. Uh, my daughter has asked me if I'm going to give up booze for a year. So well, do you think that Nikki should give up booze for a year? Let us know in the comments. So putting her on it. I, I want to answer that one. First yeah. of all, well done to your daughter for asking that question. Because if you do do it, it will probably be the best year of your life. Dead simple. <laughs> You'll thank me for it. Absolutely. And sometimes we need that extra, you know, that little extra piece of motivation. And there is nothing like doing it for your kids to help you um, stay empowered. Changing my relationship with alcohol transformed my relationship with my kids. You know, alcohol is the biggest instigator of anger. And I wasn't particularly an angry man, but I could find myself being more snappy and, and more short with my kids. And then somebody else asked a really great question, which was, did you have a problem yourself with alcohol? Is that how you discovered this business? Yeah, that was then, really, this is actually the problem. The problem is not whether somebody has a problem or not. The problem is the fact that the, the assumption is that you need to have a problem to change your relationship with alcohol. That is why we created One Year No Beer. We created One Year No Beer because at the time, you either were okay and you could be smashing 10 pints a day or drinking three bottles of wine a day, but still coming into work, right? But still be okay because you were functioning. And then, oh, you've gone off the deep end. You're pouring whiskey in your cornflakes. You've sold your grandmother for a pint of heavy, whatever it is, right? Now you need to go over here, over there, over to the corner. Sorry, you don't belong to society anymore. You're one of them and you're going to go into recovery and you're going to be like that for the rest of your life. And those were the two options. And I was like, well, I don't fit anywhere into there because I don't have a problem. Nobody's told me I have a problem. I could go two weeks without having a drink yeah. if I didn't want to. That was no problem. But, yeah. but, I, I, but, but uh, was I drinking often? Yeah, I was having I was work clients once a week, friends with once a week, probably drunk or you know having a few drinks twice a week, just like most people. Yes, some boozy sessions could start at, you know, 6 p.m. or sorry, you know, midday and finish at four o'clock in the morning. But that's just like the best of us. So the thing is, the, the, the biggest issue is, and the one thing that we want to smash at One Year No Beer is this idea or this whole social concept that we have that if you choose to not drink, you must have had a problem. And the, the reason why One Year No Beer exists and the reason why we made it a challenge is to say, wait a minute, I'm just doing a challenge. And it, Just do a challenge. It doesn't matter if you have a drink. Now, at the week, I spoke to uh, Bupa, um, a university in the US. Um, I've been speaking to a few other corporates. And I would love to come in, you know, if you're part of a company or want to introduce me into a corporate or anything like that, I would love to come and talk to your teams. But the one thing we say is just talk about it like it's a challenge. It's just a challenge, right? No stigma, no labels, no judgment. I'm just going to do this challenge a bit like I was climbing Everest with friends. And if you think about it like that and you say, hey, I'm going to do this challenge. Do you want to do it with me? What about you? Do you think, yeah, let's go. Let's do it all together. Now, what happens with that? is that in your own brain, because we're hardwired to believe that 
that drinking, we're not hardwired, we're softwired from society to believe that not drinking is lowering our status in society. Now, as human beings do not like to lower their status, right? We're, we're judging everything we do on whether it heightens or lowers our status. And this perception in our mind, certainly in the UK, is that if I don't drink, I'm lowering my status. So it's going against everything I believe. But if I'm just doing a challenge, that's got no impact on my status. Why is society? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Because then it's a tough chat. Oh my God, I don't know if I could do that. Oh, you do that with me. But here's the really amazing bit is that all of a sudden it's not about you. Because if you create a challenge and you encourage a few other people, I promise you, you will reach somebody who's been quietly suffering. You will reach somebody who's been sitting there in the back, drinking just a little bit too much, feeling regret, feeling sadness, but nowhere to go. Not sure what to do. Not sure about AA. Slightly, am I this? Am I that? I don't know where I belong. And you will give them the lifeline they need to go do you know what fuck it i might do the challenge with you and probably change their life so that's where we would just want to create this like remove all the stigma just make it a challenge make it something fun exciting do you know if you're doing a company thing together even with your staff like do you know what I think this might be the best thing for my company. I'm going to give them free access to one year no beer if they want. And I'm going to chuck a reward in at the end. Like anyone who does 90 days is going to get X or Y so that we create a little bit of an incentive thing about it. So those would be my recommendations. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we've got a few things. So John's saying everyone's alcohol drink levels unique to each person, which is pretty much what you're saying. But it takes some time to review the relationship. And I think that what you've discussed is the fact that actually let's review it in a different way where you, it doesn't have to be this big thing and it becomes a lot, lot easier. And I'm getting another person's coming. Just, just on John's one there. Just on John's one there. You know, John... I always found it difficult to go to the gym, right? I'd go down to the gym and I'd be like, right, which machine and how many reps and what weight and oh my God, and decision fatigue would come in and I'd be like, you know what, fuck it, I can't do anything and I'm going to leave. And then the difference was signing up to CrossFit. So with CrossFit, all I have to do is put my Lycra on and then walk through the door. And once I've walked through the door, I'm going to get beasted. And then when I come home, I'm going to be absolutely ruined and it's a really intensive, but all of the decision making is Basted. <laughs> Where did your mind go? Uh, so, 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 but all I have to do is show up there. And that's exactly the same thing as one year no beer, right? Because people think it's this huge thing. How am I going to do it? I don't have the willpower. How am I going to survive these events? How am I going to get over it? You don't need to worry about any of that. You just need to step over the line. We handle everything else. You know, 95% of our members say they change their relationship with alcohol. 87% of our members choose to carry on alcohol-free after their challenge. These are people just like you who thought, I don't know if I can do a week. And here they are choosing to carry on alcohol-free after their challenge. Awesome. Awesome. So we've got uh, Chris Lampitt and I want Chris is very health conscious, very health conscious. And uh, he said, Adam, I assume that you're going to go a year without beer. Now, I don't drink beer. I'm also assuming all. that. Uh, it's not about beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I don't drink beer at all. I don't in all honesty, just, just in all honesty, right? So here's the thing is that, you know, you, you are a leader. And you yeah. have people, and I, I believe 100% in leading by example. So I believe that I can't ask anything of people that I can't do myself. And I also know that with this one thing, right, this is the one thing that could really impact people the most, like change their business, change their relationships, improve what's going on at home. You know, I like, I've spoken to marriage. Let's kind of soften this a little bit. Is there a 90-day challenge? <laughs> yes, there is. Right, I'll do the 90-day. I don't know about you. 
I'll get Done. on the night day, no problem. Who's doing it with me? Mention Who's the doing with them? If you want to come and do Who it. Who is doing the 90 days? It's no booze. It's no booze. Exactly. Because it rhymes. One year, no beer. That was, I know, genius marketing. I don't even like beer. So, yeah, no problem at all. I don't mind doing a 90 day and I'll talk about it. I can talk about it on my uh, some Instagram stories and stuff. There's, like a, that. Few, there's a few I'm-ins and I will make sure that we get you access to the challenge. You know what? We can do a discount code for anybody who's watching the podcast. Something like, if it's Big Business Live, should we do BBL25? And I'll get that set up by tomorrow. So 25 discount off the challenge. 25 for a discount code. And what we'll do is we'll email it out, right, as well. So massive database. So if you speak to my team, Rory, we'll we'll drop an email out with this video as well. We've got 100,000 people on the database there. So that that should should be good for you, Matt. No problem at all. Okay. Okay. So this is uh, Hannah. So in my line of work, assumption and reality is our sector is client smoozing, award dinners, new business relationship occurring. Felt very hard to escape it and break the pattern, but achieving successful results about the inclusion of, of booze. It's more of a statement than a question, but it really... Well, I want to jump into it. Yeah, go for it, my man. Yeah. So, um, Hannah, if I had a pound for every person who told me that their industry was more alcohol or more peer pressure, then I would be a rich man. It is absolutely everywhere. Most industries, people, teachers, doctors, nurses, have you seen the information? Students, I was an oil broker, finance world. Yes, right? So not everybody is out schmoozing people all the time. That was my job. I was out to schmooze. That actually what I was paid to do as a broker. And I believed, my boss told me I was committing commercial suicide if I stopped drinking. And that is what surrounds our relationship. No, 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 you need to do this. Oh, if you want to get hard, you need to meet in the pub. Oh, if you're, you need to be a big drinker if you're going to survive in this company. First of all, all that stuff, 99% of it is absolute bollocks. They will prefer you being sharper, faster, more motivated, and you know, with more energy and more clarity and better at your job than they will you're getting smashed in the night. The world is changing. Yes, some of that was true in the past. I got my job pissed. Also passed my driving test pissed, but that's another story. So so here's some of the other key things that I know. First of all, a lot of it is in your head because that's the same thing that keeps us stuck in it. I feel this sense of status. I don't want to be lower in status because then people won't do business with me. They'll do the business somewhere else. It's not true. And that's also where we can help you see. The second thing is, right now, we're not going out with people. We're not doing schmoozing. So there's never been a better time than right now. And when you get past those first few days, those first few weeks, you'll stop thinking like this. It just won't be there. Third thing, swap up your way of entertaining. So I was like, how can I still get that dopamine release, that fun, that good feeling you have when you meet out and you're entertaining customers? You know what? So I'd take 10 customers, I'd go to Cycle, which is one of those spin studios, 45 minute session, absolute blast, big dopamine release. And then we go to a steak. I wouldn't have a drink. They would probably have one glass of wine after exercising because it just didn't feel like it. So it totally changed the dynamic. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to do trips. So I did a cycling trip in Mallorca and I used to do that twice a year. And we'd be talking about it for three months prior to going on the trip. Then we'd be out for a weekend together. So I just changed the way I entertained. And by changing it and thinking, how can I step this up so that we're actually getting real bonding, real communication, real good time, rather than just going and get smashed in a 
a pub, just like everybody else, and can't remember anything the next day. So those would be my suggestions for you. <laughs> awesome there. Awesome. Bex Blue has been a big discovery uh, for John. You wait, John. We start retailing alcohol-free drinks in a couple of weeks' time. So we are moving into the retail of uh, alcohol-free drinks, being offering a very wide selection. But in the short term, check out drydrinker.com. There are hundreds of alcohol-free beers, a lot that are way better than Bex Blue, but I mean, everyone has their preference. Um, and I think that's why now is also a great time. So there's some really great science behind these alcohol alcohol-free drinks. Ultimately, our brain, all of these neural pathways are created over time where we're learning about alcohol. We just run on autopilot. So our autopilot is about status and all these things that are going on. It's psychology of alcohol. But when you come at the end of the day or wherever you choose to have a drink and you're like, you know, I think I'll have a beer, but you go to the fridge, you get your alcohol-free beer out, you open it up, you have the same glass, the same smell, the same taste, you're getting 95% of the psychology without the alcohol in it. And it helps you change your relationship. So we highly recommend using alcohol-free drinks. We've got quite a few of our clients supporting, saying good stuff here, swap boost for water, clear mind, clear business. So I think everyone's bought into the vision. Um, that would be awesome. What did you say the discount code was going to be? Discount BBL code. BBL25. BBL25. Um, yeah. What about comments? Of and, and then what you can do is get the team BBL25, yeah? Um, yep. Get your team to maybe or, or send me the link and we can get that on there as well. Uh, it's gone out, yep. as you can see, on Twitter, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Facebook group. It's tons of people there, 100%. I'm happy to do it. I'll do 90 days, no problem at all. Let's get it started. Awesome. I'll give you a bit on how we go you know 100% you're right leadership is about stepping up I'll step up first no problem at all and well done well yeah, done awesome so a couple of last bits before we chat people love to hear because people love a business book have you got a business book that you've read that's inspired you something that you find one hopefully a unique one if you've got something that's a bit obscure that people haven't heard oh. of <laughs> okay or, I was going to go and- I was going to go for Gary Keller the one thing and then um, but I also love um, Keith Cunningham's The Road Less Stupid I've met Keith oh, a couple of times he's quite the character yeah. and yeah I think the one thing Gary Keller to help getting completely focused and then uh, well why not just you know promote my own book which is the 28 day alcohol free challenge because that's the one that will probably change your life just two really quick things because uh, john missed it's drydrinker.com drydrinker.com um, and by the way when you think about it like oh actually for 90 days I'm, it's not that i'm not drinking booze but for 90 days i'm going to taste all the alcohol-free drinks are out there, the beers and the spirits, you'll get through those 90 days so quickly. And by the way, the Liars American Malt is the most unbelievable alcohol-free whiskey you'll ever taste. Like, I never, as a whiskey drinker, I never thought I'd say that, but you're like, there's no alcohol in here. That's really impressive. And the second one I just want to mention is somebody said, no booze, 100 press up for 90 days. It's almost like you've started the challenge already. So day two of our program is book into a challenge. And the reason why we get you to do that, usually something physical, is that exercise is like the antidote to drinking, but also it sort of sets in your mind that you're doing this piece on it. So perfect, 100 press up challenge, 90 days, no booze. That will be life-changing. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay, so we've got a couple of good bit, uh, good business book recommendations there. What about, why don't you give us just a couple of quick fire lessons? Maybe let's say three top tips for a business starting up. From you, from yourself, what is your opinion on three three simple tips for people to be listening to and, and get, what would you give your top business tips or business secrets, we would say? 
Well, we talked about building community in the early days. So I think, again, that would be my key thing is, is creating and you know, depending on what you're doing. I think that if you're going to go the whole way, you have to be connected on a deep level about what this business does. So now that I understand addiction incredibly well, and that's all levels of addiction, just even at like the habit change type of addiction that we all have. Now I understand that meaning and purpose are absolutely central to that. That if you are not doing something that you feel connected to, that you will start to have addictive behavior. Addictive behavior will come out in you. And that could be porn, it could be social media, it could be work. Those are all addictions. So what we want to do is try and remove those needs and things in our life and finding something that we're truly connected to. And also I think that when we're really connected to something like level, you're going to weather the storms. And that's the thing I would say to all people starting out, this is fucking hard. The hardest thing I've ever done in my life is so hard. And it has been through unbelievable times. And I have been on the phone to my mum, weeping, going, I just don't understand why it's so tough. And you know what she said to me? She said, Ruri, when you want to show up really big in the world, you're going to be tested. So thanks, mum. <laughs> I understand you're going to be tested, be number three, yeah? I think it's awesome because you know what? It's like, I train so many thousands of business owners now. That's what we do. And the ones that succeed and the ones that break through and go further, right, is because they have the mindset to keep going no matter what. They don't give in. You know, it's simple. You can hear it on a YouTube video. You can hear it on an Instagram quote. You can hear it a thousand times, but you've got to build and cultivate that mentality. And I like that what you've done tonight is you've given a bit of an insight into that in a different way. And you said that you're so connected that you couldn't give in. There was no option. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And So let's talk about how can somebody build that connection then for you. Let's take away what you're doing now. Just say, how can you build that connection? Do you, do you believe that, that there's a way to build that connection towards a purpose between, for what you do? Is there a way that you can build that, do you think? I think it's an awesome, that'd be a really good fit for somebody. I think, well, so I find it for me is that, I mean, it partly came through meditation. And so the actual act of meditation is cutting away all of the noise and hearing what's truly going on inside. So I think that is the process is like, am I really doing... I also think, you know, so I think there's, there's process to be done here. So we run a thing called the mastermind. We found so many people came out of changing their relationship with would have been completely lost. They were like, oh, I realized now I was drinking. Like, I, I actually don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. I, I, I don't like my job, or I don't like my relationship, or I don't like my environment, or I don't like these things, or I'm not sure about them. And so we created a mastermind process, a six-week program to help people evaluate their lives, look at their strengths, look at their values, uh, start to ask themselves some real questions, you know, do a personality test. What are, the, what are the key things? And then when you look at that stuff and you have that real time of self-reflection, and the thing is, not often we do that. We don't really go, who am I? You know, like what do what what made me joyfully excited when I was twelve years old? What what did I get like lit up excited with? What was I? What did I say I was going to be to my parents when I was in my in primary school? And these things, when I sort of link back, I'm like, oh right. So I see these common threads. You know, so for me, it was about. I mean, literally from a young age, I was going to be speaking. I was acting in school. I knew I was going to be speaking. All of those things. Like I know I'm going to be speaking on the stage with Tony Robbins. That's where I want to be. I want to be on that stage 
with the big TR, such an inspiration for me. So, so all of those threads um, came through to be completely connected to it. So I guess in summary to your question is, yes, there's a process. You can go and really evaluate your core things, your values, who you are as a person, what is the impact you want to have and what are you doing. And by the way, so many people might go through this process and they go, oh my God, you know, I've just realized I'm so far away from what I want to be. Like right now I'm running a, you know, an accountancy business. And what I really want to do is, you know, help, I don't know, Rainforests in Africa. What do you rainforest in Africa? That's a bad start, isn't it? But but <laughs> um, whatever it is, hundred percent. When I was in my previous business, Rory, hundred percent. You know what I love doing now. I love doing now is helping people, and I love coaching people and training businesses. It's what I love doing. You know, and yeah. I had a huge, huge business before, and I didn't love it. You know, I didn't feel as connected to it as I do what I do now. And I think that for a lot of people, it takes them. Sometimes you might be on the wrong path, but you don't know you're on the wrong path. You know, which yeah. I think is awesome. Let us know in the comments if you'd love to see Rory on our stage at one of our live events and you'd yeah. have to meet him in person because I'm sure we can make that happen down the line. When we've got a big event on Rory, we'll get you on and you can come and inspire. I think that'd be really, really good. Um, so let us know that in the comments. Okay, any last bits that you want to say, Rory, before we finish up, mate? We're gonna, we've been going well tonight. We've been going long. So any last bits that you want to say to everybody? You know, it's been a lot of engagement, a lot of people saying... The only bit I would say is I think the bits that have always moved my life or my business the most is when I've had a coach. And, you know, that's just the same thing with this alcohol, right? I'm effectively your digital alcohol coach or whatever that's going to champion you through that transition. But, you know, in business, that's the thing that's always helped me move the dial the most is going for a coach. So I would say uh, if you don't have a coach, get a coach and whatever you do, just keep going. Do you know that's the other part is that, I think so many people give up just like right there. <laughs> they just needed to get that little bit over there. Um, exactly as you said, you know, when I was younger, um, uh, or, or, you know, when I was setting up previous at the oil broking business, people used to say I was like Shrek the donkey. You know, it didn't matter how many times you turn around and oh, the donkey out of Shrek, scream, will you piss us? Stop! They'd be like, so anyway, how are you doing today? I'm not excited. <laughs> like this. So I think you've got to be a bit like that in business. Just keep bouncing back. Awesome. I've been brilliant. No, I've loved it. I've actually really enjoyed it. Thank and you for having me on. Fantastic guest. Brilliant stuff. So a big round of applause. I've really enjoyed well, it. Thank you for doing the challenge. challenge. I've said I'd do it. 100% I'm in. And uh, for those of you who are going to be in, we'll drop an email out and uh, we'll certainly push that and get a few people on that with us as well and, and something that I can document and uh, go through. And, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of people that really enjoyed the talk. Good suggestion there from my marketing manager. We'll get you – I've got a gold circle group with our top clients, so maybe we get you on to have a chat with them as well. I'm sure Love they will do that as well. So brilliant stuff, man. I think you've been awesome. Thank you. Thank you to everyone. We're going to put a link. You can do the challenge uh, with a discount code if anyone wants to do Rory's one year no beer or 90 day challenge, which will be the one I'm doing. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go on from that. Awesome stuff. Thank you're you. Starting with the, you're starting with the 90 day challenge. I'm going to work on you for the year. 90 days because as we come out of lockdown, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, and reach out to me, John, as a permission to connect. Of course, you know, I'm on Facebook. Just ping me a message or, you know, wherever I'm around. Brilliant. Thank, Thank you. Thanks again, everybody. Hi everybody, Adam here. 
and I hope you loved today's episode. Hope you thought it was fabulous. And if you did, I'd like to ask you a small favor. Could you jump over and go and give the podcast a review? Of course, I'll be super grateful if that is a five-star review. We're putting our all into this podcast for you, delivering you the content, giving you the secrets. And if you've enjoyed it, please go and give us a review and talk about what your favorite episode is perhaps. Every single month, I select someone from that review list to come to one of my exclusive Academy days and have lunch with me on the day, meeting hundreds of my clients. So if you want that to be you, then you're going to be in with a shout if you go and give us a review on iTunes. Please, of course, do remember to subscribe so you can get all the up-to-date episodes. Peace and love, and I'll see you very, very soon. Thank you.